Welcome back to the Unfair Advantage Show. Jim Harris, your Mike Side host, guide Sherpa, as we help guide you to your unfair advantage and how to unleash the full power of Holy Spirit in your business. We're in season two already. This is show number three of season two. We're so thrilled to bring now interviews and commentary and insights, prophetic and profound insights. I am absolutely thrilled to have today's guest. And in fact, we're going to record two shows today with my good friend, Rich Marshall. I want to tell you about Rich before I turn it over to him when we start our conversation. For over 20 years, Rich was a pastor, very, very, in the business sense, successful, profound pastor in Southern California. And then the Lord in 1998, 1999, began to reveal to him marketplace ministry. Not about the, about the same time it came to Billy Graham when he prophesied the next great move of God is going to be in the marketplace. Rich won't say this about himself, but I will say this on his behalf. I can name in one hand three, four, maybe five men and women who are absolutely 20 years ahead of their time on the power of marketplace ministry. And Rich Marshall is one of the very few that was at the forefront. I am honored to call him my friend. I'm honored to call him a mentor of mine. And from 1999-2000, Rich has been primarily in the marketplace. He has been coaching, advising, speaking to, consulting with companies all around the world. And to this day, even now, as he reaches close to his Caleb anointing, as he steps into those final two decades of his life, Rich is still feeding and consulting and advising top, I'm talking top, Fortune 100 level type executives and what it means to be a marketplace minister. It is an honor to welcome you, Rich Marshall, to the Unfair Advantage Show. Wow, Jim, with all of that, what, where can we go but say, Lord, what do you have for us? Because it's far beyond me and far beyond you. Jim, it's a joy to join with you. When your book came out, actually, I was introduced to it by a, a praying woman uh, here in uh, Colorado. Uh, and uh, so just now I've got to meet you. We've, of course, we've been together on a number of occasions. And you do hold that unfair advantage. We're glad that we can just expand it to everybody right now because God wants us all to walk with that anointing that is may seem unfair, but it's really what God wants to do. Let's do it. Well, when, when we look at the word unfair, it actually means unique and powerful. It's not illegal. It's very actually yeah. legal in the sense of the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. So, yes, it is yes, unfair. It is. And I want everyone right now, I want you to... Um, be aware that you can go to GodIsWorking.com. GodIsWorking.com. That is Rich's website. That's where you can learn more about Rich and what he continues to do in the marketplace. And you can see some of the shows that he's interviewed other people and guests. In fact, one of your guests, Rich, is sitting right here in the studio. He's my producer, my director, J.D. <laughs> Cobb. You were kind enough to interview J.D. Cobb a few years on one of your TV shows and uh, when he launched his business. And now look, he's, he's working with me and for me. I think of JD often, uh, and it doesn't always have to do with his videography and camera skills. I'm on the golf course every once in a while, and I think, oh, I wish JD was here to help me right now. <laughs> JD, thanks a lot for what you've poured into me and what you're pouring into the kingdom of God. May God bless you for your hard work. Thank you. 
well, you're going to help me convince him to get on this side of the camera instead of being on the back side of the camera. We're going to get him out here. He front did a pretty good job on story. that side, yes. Yeah, see, he, he did for you. You were the first one to allow him to do that. So go to uh, GodIsWorking.com. You can see Rich's interview with J.D. from a few years ago. It's fascinating. Yes. Now, let's get into what we want to really meet on. The meat of today, friends, I want to promote to you three books. I don't do this often, but the Lord put on my heart just last week, Rich, that what I'm going to be doing soon through media, my, my Facebooks, my tweets and all that, a book a week. I'm going to suggest this should be the CEO marketplace library. I want to be the CEO's marketplace mm -hmm. library host. And what I'm going to do is one book a week, I'm going to say, this is something you need to be in your library. One of the very first ones I'm That's going right. to suggest to them is literally God at Work. And in fact, what we're going to do today and then the next show, we're going to take a sneak peek of God at Work. God at Work, Volume 2, and Rich's latest book, God at Rest. A three-part series, if you will, that continues one to another. I highly recommend everybody listening to this, go get God at Work, God at Work 2, and God at Rest. And if you don't like the books, J.D. will pay for them. You just send him the invoice, and he will reimburse you. How's that? That's a, that's a great deal. Let's get into it now, Rich. You have been literally, along with a handful of C. Peter Wagners and, and um, Ed Silvasos at the very front end of Marketplace Ministry, how did God come to you, Rich? What was the tipping point from being in the faith mountain to realizing, my goodness, business needs this as much or more than the faith mountain? Tell us a little bit about your story on that. So there were two or three tipping points on that, uh, Jim, because I was, I was happy as a pastor. We were having a good ministry in uh, San Jose, California. God was blessing. We were, we were seeing people get getting saved. We were learning about the prophetic and the power of God, and we were beginning to see miracles. In fact, uh, about 1997, we had a uh, what started as a, a three-day revival that went for 11 weeks, six nights uh, a week, uh, three mornings a week, and just we be, the the Lord was moving, but it was all uh, in a in a in a context of the local church. And God began to speak to me about how ministry that happens from the pulpit really biblically says that it is to equip saints to minister. And I knew that I, I know that I used to always say I'm going to go minister today when reality I should have been equipping saints to minister. And God began to speak to me about that. And, uh, and it was really loud. One Sunday morning, I was just walking out of my office ready to go out uh, into the service and preach. And as I opened the door, the Lord whispered in my ear and he said, do you know what you're about to say? And I thought to myself, well, I thought I did, but if you are asking me, I don't. I went back and sat down at my desk and I said, okay, Lord, what is it that you have? And he gave me a message, uh, Jim, it turned, I don't think it's in any of my books that I've told this, but it, it turned into about a 15-minute message, which usually I would have preached lots longer than that. But at the end of it, I gave an invitation, and I, I said, by the way, we're having a baptismal service today, and we've got a couple people that are going to be baptized. And we were renting a facility at a, at a school, so we had uh, the use of the, of the big high school swimming pool. That's where we did our baptistry. 
I said, let's go out there. And that morning, uh, people started jumping into that pool in their Sunday best clothes because God started moving and saying, I need to get right with God. I need to get right with God. And uh, the whole message was simply that God was calling us like uh, John the Baptist looked across and saw Jesus, the Son of God, and said, there, there he is, follow him. And uh, it's not me, John said, it's him. And that's what it was coming up on Christmas Sunday that year. And the Lord just started to move. And it changed my life, literally. And it changed uh, lots of people's lives. And I realized I would never be the same from that moment on. So study became different, preaching became different. And out of that came the whole understanding that ministry from the pulpit is totally intended to equip saints to minister in their workplace and throughout their life. And as I thought about that, I thought, man, I'm not, I'm not equipping these people as I should be. So everything switched right then. And everything in my mind, I thought I'll preach two or three sermons on this topic. And I ended up preaching a whole year. And that's what gave birth to my first book, God at Work. So wow. kind of a long answer question. No, that is profound because God was, God was at work. God was at work. God was at work in yes. you, in you, preparing you for something you didn't even see, you, you didn't even recognize. And yet that was, you were still 20 years ahead of your time, Rich, when you started teaching and, and equipping yeah. men and women in the marketplace through your book, particularly, and you're consulting God at work. I, I want to... I, I, I want to turn to a page. Uh, it, it, you'll probably notice, friends, if you ever come and borrow one of my books, it's just one example. I've highlighted just about every paragraph in Rich's God at Work. Here's on page 10. It's true. It's true. Um, <clears throat> I want to read just a couple of sentences, and I wanted you to comment because this is page 10 of your first book. And I'd like for you to speak to this okay. concept of business anointing. Um, you know, even Ed Silvaso in his book, Anointing for Business, speaks on that. But so do you. In page 10, Rich's book, God at Work, the business anointing allows you to make money by means of empowerment of the Holy Spirit. It allows you to think creatively and strategically and to receive insight directly from the Lord. The business anointing gives you that edge, that step up, on your competition. It also allows you to minister in the marketplace, to pray with power, to witness and see the hand of God that brings wonders and signs and miracles into your sphere of influence. That sounds like our unfair advantage. <laughs> it sure does. <laughs> yeah, what, what a blessing to hear that again and, and, and to realize that you see, if, if you just back up in your mind and, and think about the anointing, it's when God comes upon you and enables you to do what you could not do on your own. Now, a lot of pastors have prayed before they got up to preach, Lord, anoint me today so that I can preach. A lot of musicians have prayed, anoint me so that when I, when I mm -hmm. sing or I play my instrument, it touches people's lives. But what a difference when you say, Lord, anoint me today in my business. Let it be that the people I touch, I touch with your touch. The decisions that I make are your decisions. And when you begin to know that, it changes everything. And uh, so uh, <laughs> since, since I penned those words, I didn't remember that exact sentence uh, back in, I don't know, 98 or 99, uh, I, 
I, I've run into hundreds and hundreds of people who tell me what a difference it makes. And, uh, you know, it's, it's your own personal prophetic voice. It's God speaking to you directly as you go to work. And if you begin to understand it, going to work is as holy as it gets, uh, because that's what, that's what God did. Mm. And when Jesus, when, when God created the world, it said he rested from his work. And so we all need to go to work and ask for God to help us. And we need to spend a little time in rest. And so that's, uh, I don't know if we'll get to God at rest today or oh, not. But we'll get to God at rest on, on the is. next show, all right, until the next filming. I want to come back on the anointment. You said, you know, you press in, you go to the anointment. Rich, from your experience, you now for 30, 40 years, you've been doing this with executives and business leaders around the world. What advice do rest. you give yes. someone who says, man, I've never thought about an anointment for business. How do I go about that? What, what do you recommend? How would I know I'm on the right track toward understanding and receiving an anointment for my work? So I oftentimes ask people to give illustrations of, of a time at work when there was no answer in the manuals, there was no answer in your training, you were faced with a situation, you didn't know what to do, and then you asked God and he gave you an answer. And wow. Jim, every time it I've asked that, that a crowd of people, there'd be a handful of people that raise their hands and say, yes, me, and then they give that example. It's simple, ask him and he'll tell you. It, it, and it doesn't have to be complicated, and usually it's not. It's usually a very simple thing. The Lord says, do this instead of that. Call this person, write this email, change that knob, wh whatever it might be, something you're not doing, he'll tell you to do it. it don't expect for it to be in King James language. And don't expect it to be some uh, voice out of, out, of the, uh, out of the clouds. It'll just be God speaking into your spirit and giving you an idea, and that'll be the right one. May I be so bold as to suggest what you've just said? Just simply ask, receive, as Jesus did, ask and you shall receive. Yeah. Is that right. the first step into, if you will, the experience of Holy Spirit gifts, of a word of knowledge what to do, word of wisdom what to do, um, possibly a prophetic word of exhortation, edification, are you saying that as you receive this anointment, you're getting a taste of a, the gifts that are available to you if you believe to receive? Exactly, exactly. Let, let me tell wow. you a little story. I don't think this is any of my because, books. I was, Rich, let me I jump was, in here, brother. There's still so many people, forgive me, my, my, my friend. There okay. are still so many sure. people that haven't made that bridge from salvation, magnificent, unbelievable, incredible, into being led by the Spirit, hearing His voice, and then taking that step into being powered by the Spirit. Speak to that as much as you want, sir, because that is, this God, that's God at work, working under your anointment and into your authority and into your power. Well, so getting saved is the first step, not the last step in your relationship with God. And when Amen. you come to the place where you realize I can't make it without him, you say, I want to receive you, Jesus, as my Savior. And he comes into your life. That's an act that God does. That It's, uh, it's not one that has an external show, but totally an internal thing in your life. And you know you're saved. Now that he's in there, you can start asking him 
make me a better husband? What should I do? How can I treat my wife better? Make me a better father? What can I do? How can I, how, how should I treat my children? And if we figure out that everything we do, God wants to lead us in it. It's not just that God shows up at work. He's at work all the time. And so uh, now that he's in your heart, and friend, if you haven't received Jesus, it's not a hard process. He already paid the price. It's easy. You believe he will come in. He paid the price for you. Ask him right now, Lord Jesus, I need you. I have been a sinner. I've been away from you. I've been making my own choices. I want you to forgive me. I want to walk with you. And he comes in just like that. It's, it's, it's not a long list of things you need to do by faith. And then once he's in you, he's there to direct you every single day, every decision you make. And, and it would be a good thing even before you get out of bed in the morning. So, Lord, help me today. I just want to walk with you and make right choices. When you're faced with them during the day, you don't need to go off into a corner and get down on your knees and pray with some holy words. You just ask him as you're going. He's going to help you. I know it. I've seen it. I've heard it. Every time I, I speak about it, people raise their hands, want to give testimony. It'll work for you. One of the most beautiful things about what you've taught me and taught so many others, Rich, thousands and thousands and thousands, is that it's not hard, it's simple. Mustard yes. seed of faith. Just do the little things. Yes. Accept the Lord. Easy. It's a gift. Start asking the Lord, help guide me. And you're already stepping into your prophetic, if you will, the prophetic anointing that we all have. If we believe, if we believe to receive, that will un help unleash our unfair advantage in business and be a step ahead of the competitors as you put on page 10 of your first book you opened up with that <laughs> and it's not that hard but it takes a little while for you know guys like me to finally get it i was well into my 50s before i started seeing this and then all of a sudden who's this rich marshall well let, let me read about this guy and it has been incredibly exhorting and encouraging for me to to, to just to be in your what do you call it your jet stream because you've been at the front of this for so long. You, you forged the way through this, and I honor you for that. I want to ask you something that um, I, I, was, I, I want to go to God at work, too, real quick. I want to take just a couple of minutes because I'm encouraging people. I'm really encouraging everyone listening to get these books. I just want to read, Rich, and I'm going to read your, some of your chapter titles of God at Work, Volume 2, which is Developing Ministers in the Marketplace, obviously a follow-up to God at Work. Just listen to some of these chapter titles and what you can learn by getting this book. And, Rich, I'm going to leave you the rest of the 8 to 10 minutes to comment as you wish on any of these things. Listen to some of these chapter titles. The Coming Army. The Signs of a Marketplace Minister. Signs and wonders. We're talking about in for-profit business, folks. Authority, bondage breakers, wealth transfer, hearing the voice of God, biblical entrepreneurs, reaching nations, and then even a word for pastors. Brother, God gave you this work, Volume 2. What's on your heart to share about anything that you've already written in this book? So, uh, so Jim, thank you for for the uh, the word about the books. Uh, they've been out a long time, and uh, uh, <laughs> Jim's drinking from so, his gutter work. Somebody gave me this cup, you know. 
Well, you know, the, the reason the reason we do that is because he's everywhere, and he's in everything, and most of us are going to be in a cup of coffee at least once a day, right? So, so we like to like to just remind it. But but the fact is that, that that you start with inviting Christ in your life, and then you make that first step when you say, "Will you help me with my business?" You find out that that's not the end; it's just the beginning, and it goes on and on and on. So that list of things that are, are there from from God at Work Volume Two, uh, developing. I was talking about. Now that we know God is in us, how do we develop it? How, how do we become really efficient in the marketplace? And I worked hard on those chapters. I mean, not writing them, figuring out what to point out. Because as I was traveling at that time, I was traveling way, way, way too much, really. I was on the road about 40 weeks uh, out of the year and doing a conference and, and overseas. And God was take, took me to 50 nations there for uh, in just a few period, a uh, few years, so I was asking him what to talk about, and some of those, some of those titles. I've, I happen to have a, a copy of God at Work Volume Two. Well, I'm glad right you do. Austin, I was Jim. going to send you one if you didn't. So, <laughs> yeah, right. So, so I can talk about the coming army. I'm talking about the fact here in the army that it's not a matter that we need to get more pastors in the pulpit. It's a matter that we need to get more of us out into the marketplace. He's in us. Now let's recognize that when I go to work, I'm going to minister for God. And everything I do today at my work can be and should be directed by him. So my prayers for work don't need to be long and don't need to be religious, but just need to be recognizing he's there. So when you face something, just whisper it, Lord, help me. Or when somebody comes to you with a situation Oftentimes, you don't have the answer, but God does. May I pray for you? And then if they say yes, don't get into your holy voice and don't get down on your knees and don't start shouting. Just pray a simple prayer. Say, Lord, my friend needs help. Open our eyes right now to what you have. Amen. Sometimes it's that short, but it's just releasing that army into the marketplace. And you're mm. one of them. Uh, Jim, you're one of them. JD, you're one of them. Whoever you are watching this right now, that's where God has you, right? When you go to work, understand this. God is there. He wants to help you. And uh, now uh, I spend my time with individuals more than groups. And uh, I'm finding it's just so much fun. I, I've got a new believer. Uh, he's, he's in his early 40s. He's only known the Lord for a few months. And he's just moving so fast into kingdom things. And when he hears something from the word, he says, oh, I want to do that. We're, we're talking about giving just yesterday. And uh, he gets so excited because God is at work in his life. And this guy's going to make a huge difference in the kingdom. He doesn't even know it yet, but I do because I can see it in him. And I can, some of you right now, you don't even know what God is going to do through you. Jim and I can see it in you. Not because we see your face, but because we know the Spirit of God and we know what He's doing. So uh, hearing the voice of God, we've got to learn how to stop and listen. Uh, the wealth transfer. God has promised that there's wealth coming that's been stored up and it's going to come to the righteous. You can read about it in the Old Testament, the New Testament. It's coming. I'm running into people right now that are finding extremely unusual sources of income that are just coming their way. And God is blessing with, uh, with, with unusual, unusual blessing that way. 
uh, reaching whole nations. We've, we've got to see, God said, go into all the world and preach the gospel. So we've got to see that when I go to work, that's going into the world, and I'm preaching the gospel. And sometimes it's simply, it's, it's not even saying the name of Jesus. It's simply doing something that Jesus would do, like telling that's the right. truth when others wouldn't. And stopping the gossip when others are gossiping, like like saying, yes, there is an answer for that. Let's not be negative. Let's see the positive side. Oftentimes, it's simply refreshing the atmosphere by our terminology. Refreshing the atmosphere. It's all about, get this, folks, write this down. It's simply yeah. about refreshing the atmosphere. When you walk into your workplace, when you walk into Walmart, when you walk into wherever you may be going, you can literally yes. refresh that atmosphere for the name of Jesus. Yeah. And believe it or not, that's the beginning. If you just want to practice that, that's the beginning of signs and wonders that will follow. Absolutely. And Rich, you know, I, can't, I cannot emphasize enough for the men and women listening. If you're looking, just like the book God asked me to write, Our Unfair Advantage, which is the first one he asked me to write. All the other 13 I wanted to write myself. Guess which one has the most <laughs> oomph in it? Guess which one? Yeah. If you like the approach, you're listening to me, you know that I, I have a way of helping, <laughs> I believe, make the complex simple. As a teacher, Rich has the same anointing. If any of you can put up and enjoy my style, you're going to love Rich's style as he teaches. And go back to what we just said a minute ago, just in volume two of all the things that Rich gives simple, <laughs> profound examples of how you can put God to work in your work, wherever your work might be. And with it comes the signs and wonders, the wealth transfers and everything. If you believe, you receive. Now, Rich, I know we've got about, about another minute before I'd like for us to close out in a word of prayer. Is there any exhortation, anything else you'd like to share as we just give this taste of what it means from your perspective, from being in the pastorate and now being in the marketplace as a priest and a king? Any other word of ex exhortation before we close out today's show? Well, uh, Jim, let me just say this. You're in the right place right now, those of you who are listening, watching this. And the, one of the reasons I know that is because Jim was a guest on my show that aired on God TV several years ago. And I ask people to, uh, who, are, who are guests to talk to their audience and, and let me know how the show was. Jim, I had more responses from your show than any of the 120 shows we did. So I know you've got the right crowd of people. Really? They are watching, they're listening, they're responding. And so right now I'm talking to an audience that really wants to learn, wants to grow, knows how to do it. Listen closely. God is at work. He wants to work through you. Let him do it. I know we've got the right crowd. Thank you, Father in heaven, for this particular audience. I don't know who they are. Jim doesn't know who they are. You do. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Rich, you know this, but just to encourage you on that. First, I didn't, I, you never told me that about the nice responses you were getting off our interview. And, you know, before we came on today, you, you know, we both said, you know, we started down this road and then the Lord took us about five minutes into the show in a whole nother road. We didn't, neither one of us knew. And right. it was a glorious thing. 
It was eight years yeah. ago, Rich, that uh, this uh, Unfair Advantage was published, and now it's taken nine years to get to the point of this show, and the Lord said we're translating this into 20 languages to reach over 100 million people with, uh, with a taste of what the Unfair Advantage is in business. We've got the first five uh, translations already funded, so you're right. Sometimes, like you did, it took a while to get there, but once you were there, you knew you were in your assignment with the anointment, with the power, and because we've worked hard, you know, I'm 70, Rich is 80, we're in our Caleb years, we're going to come back in the next show and talk about God at rest, because brother, I don't know about you, but sometimes I need some rest. <laughs> yeah, bless you, brother. You're, you're doing the good work. God's called you to it, and you're good at it. Keep doing it, Jim. And folks, keep listening. You're you're in fertile soil right now. God bless you. Fantastic. Rich, I want to thank you so much, and we're going to come back with, with the second interview in just a little while. You watch this. Join us. Keep. I'm encouraging you, if you're not already following me on all of my social media channels, it's at Dr. Jim Harris, Dr. Jim Harris, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, everywhere, at Dr. Jim Harris. If you haven't signed up for my weekly newsletters, which gives snippets, revelations, and activations. That's the best way for you to keep in touch with what we're doing at Dr. Jim Harris Ministries and The Unfair Advantage Show. And so until next time, I want to leave you like I often like to say, may you always purpose in your heart to only be led by Holy Spirit. We'll see you on the next show. Thanks for joining us today.